You're listening to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. Today we chat about Bunny Day. Again, second time for us veterans, how we celebrated the Easter holiday. And I, well, I have a fallout with Xbox. Also, joining us today, we have the Nintendros. But first, Sean, bring us in. Well, well. Hey guys, Alex and Jake, we want to give you a big thanks for joining us. You guys are the Nintendros. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing phenomenal. You know, I um I actually took a nap right before this podcast, so I'm like ready to go. <laughs> you, you, that, I'm sorry. I should I did a bad job. That is Jake from from Nintendros. Alex, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us here. Excited. Hey man, I'm glad you're here. I'm I and the nap thing, man. That's the way to go. Let me tell you, yeah, as, have, as a fellow Easterner, that's the way. Well, Sean, you don't take a nap. You just take a coma. You know, I mean, you just take a full on sleep. <laughs> I will tell you, the second time we did this podcast, we um, I almost didn't make it. I fell asleep, and like the the guys, I woke up to like four Discord messages, like, "Are we? Are you? Get, where are you, Nick? Where are you, Nick?" And I'm so, and so I, I get super nervous now. I set like three alarms on my cell phone whenever I think I'm gonna fall asleep now because. Yeah, and we're finally out of that horrible um, daylight savings period where I have to get up that extra bit earlier because America's daylight savings doesn't work with the UK's daylight savings. So I like the, the <laughs> we learned that very quickly <laughs> in the know, last time around. My my wife asked me when is everybody else's daylight savings time, and I said, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody is on the UK's daylight savings times. We're probably just like everything else America does. We're like, nope, we got to be a little different. We're going to be two weeks earlier just because we can. I'm pretty sure. I haven't looked it up, but that's what I that's what I think. I've, I have slept through almost a whole podcast because of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we thought you were just late, but you didn't mean to. You just didn't know when to set your alarm. So, guys, tell us a little bit about the podcast that you guys run, um, the Nintendros podcast. Well, you know, like the name says, Nintendros, it's just us two bros. We're brothers, so... Um, you know, just talking about all things Nintendo and we thought Nintendo Bros is a good name, obviously brothers. So uh, just anything from like Mario, Pokemon, Link, Yoshi, Kirby, pretty much anything, just discussing questions some fun trivia. So yeah, that's our podcast. And we, um, we also try to keep all the listeners updated on like what's new in our collection and like what we've been playing that week. So Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that couldn't be a better segue, uh, Jake, because that is right where we always start ours is what we've been playing. So, Sean, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off? What have you been playing? Um, so, as always, Warzone. Um, trying. I haven't done any Twitch streaming now for nearly two weeks, but that's just because work and parenting. Um, it's good. <laughs> It's going to be even worse now. Like, um, so, because Lindsay's on bed rest, she's properly done her back in. So she went for an went for an MRI yesterday. She's herniated a disc, so she is out of action. So I am dad, caregiver, cook, cleaner. I'm everything. So is yeah. she is she going to be able to get it better just with bed rest? Um, yeah, there's nothing they can do. Okay, other than 
chuck lots of painkillers down her neck and hope that, <laughs> yeah, stay right. still and don't do anything. But she, it's quite a funny story. I was, very quick, I was on nights Sunday, the Saturday night. So I came home Sunday morning and did the whole Easter morning thing. And then like with everybody and Lindsay's like in more pain than she, she's had bad, a bad back for about four weeks. So she was in more pain than normal. And then like, I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm going to go to bed now. We've done all the easy like, things with the kids and stuff, so I'm going to go up to bed. Um, so I went up to bed, went to sleep. And at like 5 p.m., my mum came into the bedroom and knocked on like knocked on the door and came into the bedroom. She's like, it's time to get up. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm looking at my mum thinking, one, why is somebody waking me up? I'm an adult. I'll get up when I want to get up because I've got to go to work again. And then like I, I looked at my mum, why is my mum waking me up? I'm an adult. <laughs> my mum hasn't woken me up for nearly 20 years. And then like, I could hear the kid, kids outside and I was thinking, so I can hear the kids. Why, why isn't my wife waking me up? And then like, I kind of looked at them and went, what's happened? <laughs> and while I was asleep, Lindsay got blue lighted. So an ambulance came to the house. Um, they put her in an Ooh. evac chair, took her down the stairs, chucked her in the back of the ambulance and took her off to the hospital. And I slept through it all. <laughs> So, Are you serious? Uh, no, no, nobody even came and woke me up. Like Lindsay, bless her, she was really concerned because I've got some stuff going on at work that like I've been revising for. So she was really concerned that I needed to get some sleep because I needed to go to work because I needed to do this. And I was like, so I literally woke up, looked at my mum. My mum told me what had happened. I was like, right, okay. So then instantly phoned my my boss at like my supervisor at work and told him what had happened and just said, I'm not coming in. Sorry, I'll sort it with you later. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the craziest story. I can't imagine waking up and being like, Well, let me tell you what happened in the last six hours. Your wife went to the hospital, your mother's watching the kids. <laughs> Why don't you come down and have some pancakes, dear? I just sat there and I was like, uh, Okay, I need a cup of tea. Go, yeah, can you make a cup of tea? <laughs> I'll make some phone calls. So, but yeah, she's she needs like yesterday. Like towards the afternoon, she could get out of bed herself and like kind of shuffle herself to the toilet and back. So that was a good start. But yeah, it was interesting to say the least. So my game playing is going to be very limited for the next week because um, the kids are off school and I'm, I'm, I'm like looking after the wife sort of thing. So yeah, man, adulting. Which, yeah, which is really important because the next game that I've been playing is I brought the new Crash Bandicoot game. Um, is it? I can't remember the name of it now. About time, yeah, about time. So, Crash Bandicoot, about it's amazing. I I love it so much. The kids sit with me and watch me play it because they find Crash and all the animations with him and so absolutely hilarious. Um, graphically, it's as good as the reboot that they did with the end trilogy. Um, but they they seem to have got rid of the lag in the button pressing so it plays absolutely flawless um it's so fun to play um and so difficult so <laughs> there's been lots of lots of questions where i like daddy why do you keep falling off daddy why do you keep dying daddy and i'm like i don't know why i keep dying you're dead <laughs> leave me alone so yeah um but yeah so that's a really good game at the moment if it's it was cheap as well. I think I got it for like thirty-five pounds, which is pretty good for a full-fledged game. Yeah. So I'm 
You're talking about Xbox, play- right? Is that on Xbox? Yeah, I'm playing yeah. that on the series. It's out on the Switch, I believe, as well. Is it? Okay. Um, so, yeah. And then the last game I've been playing is a mobile game uh, called Bomb Squad Academy. And basically, it's... it's uh, you, yeah, you just you deactivate or disarm bombs. So you go for a little bit of training um, and you basically you're just given an electric circuit with wires and switches and gates and stuff like that. So you and R and XR gates and stuff like that. So a bit of logic and things like that. And they, they get gradually more difficult and you kind of they introduce more different kinds of circuits. So you get feedback circuits and stuff like that. It's quite good for somebody that's a, a like um you probably guys probably know, but I'm an engineer by trade, so it's quite good for somebody that likes to do electrical engineering because you've got to start looking through things. And if you've cut the wrong wire, the screen goes white and you're dead. <laughs> you've blown the bomb up. So, so have you probably... have you ever played the you don't know Jack game? It's it's not it's not really the same, but um, the bomb the bomb game on you don't know you don't know Jack. It's I think it's called Detonate or something like that. No, no. You so like if the four of us played, we would all have different we would all have different bits and pieces of what wires to cut and not cut. So like maybe like maybe Jake would have like don't cut the blue wire and and Alex would have like cut the cut the third wire. And so you'd have you have to like talk really quick amongst all four of yourselves to find out which wire to actually cut to detonate the bomb. It's like the most frenetic game people are yelling like somebody will be like cut the red wire and then so, someone... for, for, for those people that are watching the video that's the last circuit that is nuts. and you kind of like yeah you there's kind of like a, a certain way around up here that you need to activate these switches to uh, activate these feedback loops so you don't send power to the detonator but to the um, disarm switch, and you've got for those of you who uh, who aren't watching, we'll get Sean to take a screenshot of it so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, well, I right. can't describe that. I just there's no way I can describe that. It's a very complicated circuit. That's my description of it. So, um, yeah, I've, 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 the games. If you're not very good at that sort of stuff, the game could last quite a while. But I kind of sat and finished it in two hours. So, wow. <laughs> but then I'm a big nerd for. Sounds like, like <laughs> Sounds like yeah, that's it. Got a new career? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> amount of times, the amount of times I thought I'd got it, like followed everything around, and thought, right, okay, cool. If I do this, that's going to happen. If I do this, if I, great. So it's that why I cut it. No, <laughs> I got that wrong. So, but what's really good is it once the bomb's gone off, it kind of shows you the circuit with all the power going the way it's going to detonate the bomb. So you can kind of look at that and remember, right? Ah, yeah, okay. So that big, I got that bit wrong. So. Gotcha. That's it. That's, that's all it. I've been yeah. playing. That's all I've Yeah, last week was bad week. So you know, <laughs> yeah, worked, that's worked, I would say so. I worked 72 hours last week and then like finished off with having to play full daddy daycare. Yesterday, yeah. So. yeah, that's crazy. Um, guys, Alex, how about you? I'll start. I'll start with you. I, that was alphabetical. That's how I decided to do it. I was oh. like, oh, "Which one do I throw it to first? I'm gonna throw it to Alex." No, that's fine. Um, not like war. Well, kind of like Warzone, but I've been playing a lot of uh, Cold War, Black Ops Cold War, and um, trying to just get dark matter on that game. You know, sometimes pretty frustrating, but um, 
you have to, yeah, been doing with the, uh, the launcher. I don't know if you guys know, but the, uh, M seven nine, um, the launcher that it has a really weird scope, almost kind of like, uh, I can't remember, but, um, yeah, it's a drop scope, isn't it? Cause you've got a gauge. Yeah. The, yeah. The angle that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. a drop scope. Yeah. And then you got to, you know, get long shots with it, get everything with it. So just very kind of grindy there, but you know, it's still fun. So, um, so yeah, you're running like 24 seven nuke town to get all those. You just yeah. kind of like, <laughs> yeah. For the long yeah. shot. Yep. A lot of other stuff too, but yeah, I, w- I was doing, I was doing the same with, I unlocked that new crossbow. So you had to yeah. get free one shot kills with a gun with no attachment in 15 different games. So yeah, I did that the other oh, week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some of the camos are just yeah, like kind of challenging. Like the first one was like get 30 eliminations, but you then you got, you get 50 long shots. So it doesn't really line up to where all the other camo challenges are at. Maybe it is sure. what it is. I just want to make sure I understood you right, Sean. You have to get three one-shot kills in one game, and you have to do that 15 times. That's right, yeah. All right. All right, I just wanted to make sure I knew how much I was never going to get anything like that. I'm lucky um, if I can get three kills like that on one shot. I don't even know what that is. It's easy It's easy enough done if you play, like, the 24-7 Nuketown is, like, it's such a small map that you're constantly, like, loading back into the game so fast and respawning. And then if you play yeah. it on hardcore, you can get one shot, one kill with a pistol. So it's just a lot of grinding. All right, that, like Alex is so doing these now. In this particular game, is this you guys are talking about Cold War, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in this particular game, you respawn back in in the same game. Is that yeah? Oh, okay. So it's not like uh Fortnite not like or Apex where yeah. you're yeah, exactly. Where you're out mm. and out. You get killed. I've never out. tried to do it like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, because if you went out and down for the count and you had to do those same things, I don't know how you'd get it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Cold War. Um, I've also been playing Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time, if I'm saying that all correctly. Um, older game there, but pretty enjoyable. You know, you get off to kind of a rocky start. They they put you on a the first mission and that's all easy. You know, you're battling with your buddies and then you battle some guys. They're very easy. You level up and then, um, you know, you go on to the next one and it's like, they do 15 damage to you, 26 damage to you, like just crazy. So it's a little grindy at the start there too, but not bad at all. Um, still really fun. Um, so is, is this a DLC of like Pokemon mystery dungeon? Cause that's the switch game that came out like a year, a year ago yeah no this is a ds game and i there's like oh, okay. three kinds of it i don't know which one came out first okay, well, I, okay. No, I think they're all the same time um because there's darkness there's time and there's sky and they're all kind of the same but sky kind of brings them all together gotcha. if that makes sense okay. and um, this did release on the switch though right didn't it or a version of it so um the mystery dungeon um I think it's called like EX or DX. That was the one that released on the Switch. And okay. um, that's just a remake of Pokemon Red Mystery Dungeon or Blue Mystery Dungeon, which okay. were the first installments for uh, the Mystery Dungeon series. Yeah, Rescue Team DX. Okay. All right, yeah. cool. Sorry. I was I knew I had heard it on the Switch, so I was just confused. Yeah, going, yeah, so that I one's know. on the Switch. But Time and Darkness, those are DS ones, gotcha. DS games. Yeah. 
All right. And then the last game I was been playing is uh, called Genosha. And I bet Jake can tell you a little more about that, like in depth. But uh, basically, it's just like single player among us. And it's pretty fun. You know, there's a whole lot of aspects to the game. And there's even like an in-depth storyline if you're really looking into it. So uh, really cool there. You know, I still got to get further into it. But yeah, pretty cool. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm a big Among Us fan. So uh, I'll look that up. Yeah. Really fun. Jake showed it to me. So, Had yeah, I actually fun. learned about um, Ganoja because I listened to like the NBC podcast um, and they were talking about that. And uh, one of the uh, uh, podcast people just suggested it. They're like, yeah, that's a really good game. So I picked it up and it's weird because usually I only play like first party titles and it's usually like Mario or like Pokemon. So trying Genosha was really weird at start, but I ended up really liking it. It's basically like what Alex said among us, but single player. Cool. And it's cool. Cause you can like level up a bunch of different stats and it was, mm-hmm. it was fun. I like grinded that game for hours for like so many nights. I honestly can't believe I played it so much. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll have to look at it. That sounds interesting. So it's got like RPG elements where you can yes. upgrade your character to get better at whatever you're doing? Yeah, there's like six ways you can upgrade your guy. It was like charisma, logic, stealth, and then like three others I can't think of off the top sure. of my head. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But, yeah, that's cool. And what else for you, Jake? What else have you been doing? Um, So me and, Lo- or me and Alex are playing uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time, and Explorers of Darkness. He's playing the Time version. I'm playing Darkness. Okay. And uh, I'm playing that right now. And later in the month, we're going to do like an in-depth review on our podcast about like the storyline and such. So That's right cool. now I'm just going really through it. Idea. Nice. Nice. Yeah. How long does that kind of, how long do those games take normally? Um, I, They're not terribly long. Blue. Yeah. Blue Rescue Team probably took me like 20 hours worth. Okay. I think Darkness is like a little longer. I'm going to guess it's like 24 to 30 hours okay. worth of play time. So nice. Well, that's yeah. cool. Gives you your time's worth. And- yeah, yeah, Ooh, for sure. So. That's cool. Well, well, yeah, that's that's all I played. I grinded Genosha for way longer <laughs> than what I probably should have. And um, I started playing uh, Explorers of Darkness. No, it's good though when you find a game like that where you're like, you just don't. Yeah, was, you think you're gonna just like drop in and drop out, and you're like, oh crap, look at what I just did. Yeah, it was definitely a hidden gem. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's good on good on NVC for calling it out, which does make sense though, because I listened to them, and when I saw it uh, on your on the doc, you guys put it on the doc, I was like, that sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is like, and I'm sure that's probably where I heard it from, and just stuck in my brain. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing all different kinds of things. Um, I didn't play this one for very long as it's a beta just came out. Knockout City. Um, it's like dodgeball. And it's dodge. They call it dodge brawl because you can tackle your player. You can tackle other players. You can. Um, oh, man. I don't, I, this is really hard. It's like dodgeball and Fortnite had a baby and this is what came out of it. I mean, it really has Fortnite type style graphics, kind of cartoonish, you know, where this just kind of feels that way, except you're throwing these dodgeballs at, at it's three on three is what it is. And the, the match I liked the most was the first person to 10 hits. So 
you grab this ball, you grab, you can find dodgeballs, you can pass to other players, you can supercharge. They have special balls, like a moon ball makes you jump taller or jump higher. And there's a football, which is like a sniper dodgeball, which is pretty much like a, like you, you can't catch it, but it's just like in dodgeball where if somebody throws it at you and you can time it just right, you can catch their, you can catch their, their throw at you. And then it charges the ball even more and you can throw it back at them or choose not to, um, man, I, I just downloaded the bait. I saw it on, I believe, uh, direct, I think. And I thought it looked really cool. And then I heard that the beta was coming out, tried it. And I absolutely loved it. It does. The beta is over now. It comes out on May 21st. I'll download it right away. Um, two issues I did have with it. Not really. The one's not really an issue. It's more of like a question. Uh, one, um, how are they going to get money from me? Um, because I think it's supposed to be a free to play game as I, as I, so, you know, there's going to be microtransactions or, or I don't know, a season pass or something. So I, I really wonder how they're going to do that. <clears throat> and two, um, my son can't play, which is very frustrating to me. He's seven years old. And the only way I can get Noah to play is if I lie to EA and say that he's 13. I mean, like, give me the ability to make that call. So like among us just had an update to where I had to verify his account and say that I was okay with him playing online. I'm good with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, there's a lot of parents that aren't like watching, uh, watching their kids accounts. That's fine. But I don't know, like it just really frustrated me. I, I played it first at work. Cause I really didn't know how, like if it was going to be somehow gruesome or somehow, you know, somehow too, too, yeah. too mature for a seven year old. Um, but I was like, Oh no, this is great. Like there's nothing in here. He, he can't see or do or anything like that. So I was like, let's do this. And then we started down that road and it just, EA just won't let you play unless you're 13. So, um, I get that for some games, but like, and maybe they'll change it because right now the rating is pending. Like they don't have an ESRB rating at the moment. So maybe if they get an ESRB rating and it's low enough, they'll allow, you know, uh know what to play but at the moment that was pretty frustrating um second game i actually i'm reviewing story of seasons um if you're a harvest moon fan this is the game to play well actually stardew valley is the game to play but if you've played stardew valley too much and you're tired of that this would be the next game to play um i don't think it's i don't think it's the star it doesn't reach stardew valley level like i don't know i don't know that probably ever get a game i'm sure at some point we'll get a game we'll be like that's that's that kind of gold level but um but it is way better than harvest moon so i i can try to explain this real quick for anybody who's listening who cares uh but natsume and marvelous used to make harvest moon together they split off a while back natsume still makes harvest moon games and they're horrible and marvelous now makes story of season games and they're actually pretty darn good. And so I'm reviewing that. I'll have a review out here shortly. But I mean, it's it, you can buy it right now. I think it's like $50 on the eShop. And uh, it's your normal farming sim. I mean, it didn't. it's not doing anything like groundbreaking in farming sims. But if you like farming sims, it's a very competent one to, to get. Uh, moving out, and I blame this all on our brotherly podcast, um, Dads After Dark, because... Brotherly? Uh, if I say sister, sister podcast, it's gonna get all they do to start this whole thing again, and I don't want to start the whole as a sister, mother-in-law podcast. I don't know, whatever, whatever they are. Um, yeah, they're just a bunch of girls. 
great. Now you started it again. Good job. Um, um, and so, yeah, Drew wouldn't shut up about this game. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll download the demo. And then, like, I was like, oh, it's okay. And my son's like, I love it. You need to buy it. I love it. And I was like, no. But then we were having so much fun. And somehow I bought it. And um, now I think we're it's free. To it's, it. if, if you wanted to kind of a, a gentle introduction to Xbox with, with Noah, I think it's free on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't. But thanks. <laughs> no, it still doesn't yeah. know the Xbox exists down here in the basement. Um, and who knows when he actually will. Um, so we bought it on Switch. And uh, we, we are actually having a ton of fun with it. It's great. It's great that you can break all the windows and still like get a passing grade. Like, that's great. I really... I never bought it because I really thought it was going to be pretty like, you know, don't break the windows and don't do this. And you got to get around everything. And I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with that kind of stuff. But the fact that, I mean, there are those missions in there about like, you know, do move all this stuff out and don't break a window. But initially, if you just want to play the game and get through it, you can break all the crap. And it's a ton of fun. And Noah absolutely loves it. He's like, he, that's pretty much what he does. The first thing he just throws crap out the window just because he can um, and then the last, best way, best way to move. <laughs> yeah, that would be that's, uh, be great. I've never tried it, but uh, if I ever get rich and I can just replace stuff, that will definitely give it a shot. <laughs> um, and the last thing uh, I played the Starship map. Uh, speaking of Among Us, on Among Us, and it's really difficult compared to the other maps. Like you start in different spots. There's there's elev- there's like ladders and stairs, and there's a lot of little rooms. So, like, if you are, it really, it seems, and I haven't played it a ton, just a couple hours, you know, which uh, probably like, I don't know, five, ten missions. If you are the imposter, it seems to really favor you over some of the other maps, which are very open, and you start in the same area, and it's harder to get people alone. But, man, this one... I found myself like in rooms where I didn't want to be. I just, I just wanted a friend. <laughs> there wasn't anybody around. And, and so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a very fun map and I, I'm interested to, to continue to move forward with it and try it a little bit more. You see the, Yo, I actually, um, I, w- I was watching my girlfriend play that and, um, we got stuck on trying to do some of the tasks. Like, I don't know about you, but like the tasks, like they were so difficult at first, like putting the records in order. I think it mm-hmm. was, I mm-hmm. like, I had to like ask other people, like, what am I doing? Cause I, I had no idea. You had to like click on the table that had the, um, the record and then put it in the shelf and then go back to the table and then put it in a different shelf. And it was confusing. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I, but I mean, I do appreciate that they, they've branched out and done some new, some new tasks. Um, but yeah, I had issues. I grabbed all the guns off the table. There's this one where you're supposed to rack the guns. I grabbed all the guns off the table. And then I was like, I was running around the room. I was like, where am I supposed to put these things? I got, I got, I apparently have all these guns. Where do they go? And then I, then I finally clicked on the right area. Also the plunging of the toilet. That's fantastic. Makes me laugh. Cause I'm still a fifth grader at heart. Um, every time. Uh, so I, I really, really love that. Uh, no, I appreciate the tasks and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm having a lot of fun on that one. Uh, anything else there, Sean? Uh, no, that was what we, between us have played a very good mix of games. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on here, but now it's time to talk about the animals in our lives.
welcome to Isabel's morning announcements. And there are some announcements this day or this podcast. The first is there's the return to Bunny Day, the first holiday that had its second go around for New Horizons. Sean, did you partake in this uh, second year of Bunny Day? Uh, I bought two of the new items, and that's about it. It's this, I literally like it, it, I've got PTSD from the last time. So the, I, as soon as as soon as I saw eggs on my trees, I was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> so no, I've, I've not done much. Um, it, it, if they'd have done a really good job the last time round and not kind of like made it, it yeah, yeah, See, it kind I, of overlapped. Know. The start of the game, and like you were so busy finding fossils, and yeah, that's like, true. All the excitement of trying to yeah. do the game to start with, and then like they smash this bunny day in, and it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we got a title for think we got a title for the podcast now. Uh, yeah. Smash <laughs> the bunny day in. Um, uh, yeah, no, I I agree that that made it just the collision of those two things, the smashing of those two things made it really difficult. Um, I. Um, I did it full. I did it full on. I did all. I did all the. I did it all again. Um, I got all five of the items in the in Nook's cranny. Um, I like. I mean, I didn't have any more DIYs to get. I had them all. Um, I even went back in on Sunday and got another bunny one just because I could. Which, by the way, is the funnest thing. You walk up to Zipper and Zipper's like, "Hey, if you do all the DIYs, I'll give you something special." goodbye and then you just like click you just like immediately interact with him again and he's like you created all the diys here's a here's a bunny one you don't even have to do it you don't have to um like create them again or anything he just gives them to so alex were you uh were you did you do anything in bunny day oh see here's the thing right i loaded up my island for um well i actually left my animal crossing little i don't know what to even call it little chip i guess oh the um, game the game card yeah the game yeah. card i left it at my friend's house for like about a week and i got it back and i went to record a youtube video like an update for it and i got on and the first thing i saw was eggs on my trees and the first thing i i thought in my mind i was like oh no not this again i don't want to see zipper um i don't want i don't want to see him he's scary don't like him and i loaded up and i I dropped the eggs from the tree. I collected them. Um, I talked to Zippery, gave me a recipe, and that was it. I went on my normal life, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't need anything from the bunny day. I can live without it. I'll come back April 5th when it's all done, when Zippers. Exactly. Zippers gotcha. See, I'm not a Zipper hater. I don't, I don't know. I just don't mind him. Like, he doesn't, I don't think he's as creepy as everybody thinks he is, but I, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm creepy. So. <laughs> Jake, did you do anything with Bunny Day? All right, so um, let me tell you about that, because, yeah. Um, so you guys know that I actually haven't played Animal Crossing for what's probably close to a year at this point. But as Easter was rolling around, I made a mental note to absolutely not start playing again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was not the time. Easter yeah. is not yeah. the time. <laughs> We're all safe now. 
And yeah, I knew you hadn't played, but I thought, you know, there's this gigantic elephant in the room. And if I just don't call on you through this entire section, people are going to be like, God, that Nick guy just totally just like ghosted Jake the whole time. He's a real <laughs> jerk. So I thought, well, we might as well get the elephant out of the room. So, uh, yeah. It's, you, it's, you, a, it's, a, it's a common theme when we have guests on the show that we do throw them under the bus a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Come on to Dad Crossing where we'll throw you under the bus. <laughs> We're great. Uh, so, uh, the, so the, what pushed you off of Animal Crossing? Can I ask yeah. that? Like, what was the thing where you're like, I'm out, I'm done, I'm on to something else? That's, that's kind of interesting. So, um, I actually never really played Animal Crossing until New Horizons. Like, okay. my little brother, like, kept pushing it and was like, this is a great game. And um, I watched him play and saw his island a little bit, and then I gave it a try. And then um, I was actually into it for, like, maybe a month or two. Sure. But... I think just the repetitive nature and just mm. not having a clear goal, like mm. in my mind on what to do, just made it a game that I just put aside. Yeah. You just move on to something else. Yeah. I mean, I mean, literally if you put a month, even if you put a month into it, that's a fair amount of time to put into a game. Yeah. I remember so. I was, I was definitely on it for a month, like each day. Cause I was, Oh, mm-hmm. let's get the nook miles. Let's get all like yeah, the sure. daily achievements. Let's dig all my, um, the coin, the uh, bells up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I woke up from text multiple times that like, uh, you know, it was in the summertime when, you know, I didn't have school and quarantine and everything. So I w- I'd wake up at like, you know, 11 a.m., 12 noon, and I'd see a text from about, you know, like hours and hours ago and be like, hey, what's your turnip prices? Yeah. I'll be like, really? This early? This early? We're already <laughs> so at all on that. So the stock market, I love what they called it, the stock market. Yeah. So yeah. clever. So cool. Yeah. Sean was like the man. He was doing the stock exchanges or the stock exchanges like no yeah. one's business. Yeah, I was all over the place. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's funny that you'd like, you say, oh, I'd wake up for, like, for school and stuff like that during quarantine. So I was waking up for work. Um, still working through quarantine and like I'd be checking in on a switch and, and Nick would be online and it's like Nick it's like four o'clock in the morning man <laughs> he's yeah. like oh oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna go to bed now right. there were there were quarantine days man where I'd be like wow it's four o'clock so if I just wait another hour I just see what the new day holds why not I mean man there were some there were some low sleep days oh well, yeah I remember staying up and uh doing tra- I don't know if any of you guys did it but tarantula islands at the beginning of yeah, the game around yeah. in mm-hmm. April yeah. oh yeah I would stay up to like 3 a.m 4 a.m just doing tarantula islands and then planning like you know I don't know what to call it but like placing all the bugs right outside the shop so you can go back and get another batch so. yep 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 yeah man that was good good unfortunate quarantine times but uh, animal crossing definitely made them better yeah so yeah so we are in cherry blossom season and i'm very excited that we now are in cherry blossom season and not easter season not that i have an issue with easter season but the fact that the that half of cherry blossom season is taken up by easter season which i guess it's not always it depends on when easter falls but um in this particular instance it was it's really hard to get these recipes when, you know, half the balloons are eggs. Um, so, Sean, do you know, do you have all the cherry blossom DIYs? No, because the Bunny Day event last year took over everything. Um, I kind of missed the cherry blossom thing altogether. I didn't go around catching them. I, I just 
yeah, it kind of, I didn't do anything at all. So this time around, uh, I'm catching the cherry blossoms and I can't figure out where to get all the DIYs from. So they're all in those gush forsaken balloons. Cool, right? So I need, I can't. I've given the I've given the balloons a wide berth because of the eggs. So I'll make sure I start hitting them up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did a I did like a check on mine. I'm missing three DIYs. I knew I was missing some. I was missing four, but I just got one of I just got the cherry blossom pond stone. So now I'm missing three. So and you only have four more days. Like that's it to get the. Oh. I mean, the, it ends April 10th. I thought it went to April 15th, but it actually ends April 10th. So you so um, I mean, unfortunately for our listeners, post on Saturday by the time they listen to it be done like uh so it's yeah it's just crazy that it's it's that short and so i'm gonna see if i can get these three final recipes because that's kind of my goal is to really like 100 percent my my recipe thing this year all my to get all the diys so we'll see what i can see if i can make that happen alex what about you man yeah um i I started a new island recently, so I from the ones I got last year, I just don't have it anymore. Um, but I remember last year also I got on like the back end like two days and didn't get that many. But you know, now that I know there's like only a couple of days left, I got to go on there and uh, get some recipes because I do not have any. I don't think. Nice. So yeah, yeah, that that's where they're all in balloons. Um, and you know, for those who are listening, who maybe didn't make it through the uh, Christmas or didn't didn't listen through the Christmas debacle, balloons drop on um, every four, every like so they'll drop at like one o four and one o nine. A balloon will come through your island or has the chance to come through your island. Let me let me rephrase it: has the chance, um, but may not. So like one o four, one o nine, one fourteen. 119 so on every five minutes starting at the fourth minute of an hour uh you have the possibility of a balloon they'll in the in the during the day they'll go one way it depends on your island so you just got to kind of figure that out on yourself for yourself and then during the nighttime they come from the other way so that's how that works if you're like i gotta figure it out um also alex you should come over to my island because i have like 60 diys that just like hanging around and you're more than welcome to them all um so they're they're nothing special that's why they're kind of hanging around but if you just started they may be ones you don't have so thank you for sure yeah man um so that's cherry blossoms nook mile achievements i got the diving um nook mile achievement so i collected two thousand 500 um diving creatures yeah so i got that taken care of also um i know we'll talk about this at the end we have a seth from all all in podcast coming on the show next uh next time and seth if you're listening i don't like you i missed one i missed one time of gulliver okay one time where i fell asleep when i was when i was uh when i was terraforming I fell asleep and I woke up and it was like 5.05. And I was like, no. And I didn't get Gulliver. And so Seth posts, like I got Gulliver the day he did. And I was like, I saw Seth's post in the morning that said like, I got the golden shovel. And I'm like, I got the golden shovel. I bet I do. Nope, I don't. And then I remembered that one time with Gulliver where I put off like digging up his stuffs because I was terraforming. 
So I predict that by the next podcast, I will have the golden shovel, which means I will have all of the golden items, and I will get the final nook achievement. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Seth's a great guy. I can't. We can't wait to have him on the next podcast. I'm just jealous. So I don't have anything golden. So uh, well, yeah. If you okay. just started your island, that would make sense. All you really got to do is just be like Sean and just slam like a hundred axes into a tree and you'll have the gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been doing that. I collect wood all the time. Yeah. Big so you'll have that axe before you know it. <laughs> um, Sean, do you want to announce who our Mario contest winner is? I do. Because it was a, a fantastic submission. It was by far my favorite with the to making it look more like a Mario game. So it was the island jumping from like island to island. So massive congratulations to Hey, It's Chad from my Discord. Um, he's also been on the show. So congratulations, Chad. Um, me and Nick, after this podcast, we're going to be chatting about what we're going to do regards the prize, and that should be coming to you very, very shortly. Yeah, we want to give everybody a big thanks. Um, solo something... Uh, Hambone Johnny and Chris HL94. They all were part of our uh, of our contest. We thank you guys for submitting. We appreciate uh, you taking the time. Um, they were all great. Um, I did think I thought the way that Chad integrated Animal Crossing items and Mario items together uh, was a was was a really cool design aspect. So I can see why he won. And uh, yeah, I really just really appreciate everybody being part of it. Yep, it's, it's nice when we do stuff like that and people get involved. And yeah, just shows how much the a people are listening and b how great the community is that we have with Nintendo sure. and stuff like that. So yeah, for sure, we appreciate it. Um, and one final thing happened <laughs> since the last time we had a podcast. There yeah, are. Nook points. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Do- yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Just don't forget to get in on every day. So, uh, no, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you explain it, Sean. <laughs> if you're a Discord listener, um, with the, I have been trying to by like nine o'clock UK time every day put a reminder out for everybody to to log on and do it because if you do miss them. This is a one-time thing by all accounts, and it's very limited. So if you don't collect all the points and you don't get the items, it's going to be one of them things that you probably won't ever be able to get again. So, yeah. yeah. So basically, use your Nintendo Online app on your phone. Uh, if you go on there, you'll have a little area now that says Nook Points. It'll alert you that it's been updated. Just click on that and then click Collect My Points. Um it's a gamble you'll get you a 10 20 or 30 i think the i haven't seen a multiplier higher than times three yet so yeah so and there's the items you can get on there there's a door plate um a little like a lower aloha uh, animal crossing switch light case or switch case and then you've got um posters collect of nook isabel and the nooklings and they're they're the actual framed pictures so like if you're an amiibo collector you can get the posters by by clicking the thing these are a little different as in their actual like the pictures you get from your from uh 
from yeah villagers after they really really like you or whatever or you've robbed them enough with enough gifts let's be honest um <laughs> um I, I can will... imagine Frosticles will be all over this because they like he's a big collector of yeah, the posters and the pictures. So yeah, he was he was all about that. So I will say I had a conversation on on Twitter, I believe, about I just posted out there. I was like, I don't understand why is Nintendo doing this, and I oh, sorry I don't remember who it was, um, but somebody came back and said, uh, well, you know, you can't you can't get on the NSO app unless you have nso unless you have nintendo switch online membership so this is kind of a way that they might be trying to get animal crossing members whatever i don't know whatever small i don't nintendo knows the numbers better than any of us right they're the one that has the metrics um maybe they see uh, a place where there are is a group of animal crossing folks who don't care to travel to people's islands they haven't hooked up with that way and they don't plan to but maybe they're trying to see if they can eke out some more memberships in this simple way by just doing some nook points i don't know but that's the only reason i can think why they would want you to go to this nintendo switch online app so but it's very strange to me other that's the only thing i can think anyways that is the end of isabelle's morning announcements sean let us head to the dad corner hey welcome to the dad corner uh in this episode we're going to talk mostly about Easter stuff and the fun that we had around Easter time um, kind of keeping fit with the, the bunny day aspect of Animal Crossing um, so this year is, is, it's been quite funny like Logan, my youngest, he's free um, like, that's just for you guys, I think everybody that listens kind of has, has heard me talk about Logan so much now um, he got right into Easter this year he's like super excited to the point where he even left a carrot out for the Easter bunny <laughs> I love it. Love it. So um so that's now gonna mark a new tradition for us with this. Like we we are gonna every year leave um a carrot out for the Easter Bunny. But like Lindsay went really like because I was working, she went really like overboard. Well not overboard. She outdid herself. Mm-hmm. So she left like little clue last year she left loads of little clues and stuff because it was the like it was in lockdown and Logan was two and he was first toddling and and stuff like that. So like she left loads of little clues for, for the kids to like pick up and find and they had to go and hunt. So this year she kind of just left left a basket at the top of the stairs for him and it like a little sign saying, Take your basket and find all the like the sweets. So as he went down the stairs were like little fluffy like toy chicks and stuff like that all over the place and little boxes with sweets in and things and he kind of followed that all the way down the stairs and then it led to like his little pile of eggs and stuff like that um but yeah he was so excited it was ace like he he trained like christmas he was like like i was taking him up to bed and like carrying him up the stairs and he was like uh we need to get a carrot we need to get a carrot out of the fridge daddy we need to put it down it's like (laughs) so that's that's awesome yeah um my noah was noah was really into it this year as well and i do something actually really similar except i use jelly beans my wife would probably much rather me use fluffy toys because 
inevitably when my kids wake up, they like eat the jelly beans that are off the floor, <laughs> which, but, but it's just too much fun. So, um, I, I make a trail of jelly beans from their bedrooms, um, to, well, at this point it was the back door. So I make that trail to the back door where the, like the Easter eggs are, but, but yeah, uh, we woke up and most of the jelly beans were gone because, you know, they were just kind of like picking them up, following them, eating them. I'm sure <laughs> I was like, they ate them off the ground. I'm like, nah, it's all right. You know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we hit, oh, we, I think, I think they had like, I don't know, too many eggs for two kids. That's for sure. Uh, probably like 60 eggs we hid. So we, uh, we go out at night. I make these, I make these signs, these, these Easter bunny signs, um, with like arrows. And it's like the Easter bunny says like, happy Easter. Thanks for being a good girl or a good boy. And it points to the direction of where their like specific egg hunt is. And then we hide all, we hide all the eggs and, um, and then just, yeah. And our kids absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's right up there. It's getting right up there with Christmas, quite frankly. Um, yeah. they, they absolutely I mean, love it. Usually we go to my mother-in-law's cause she's got like a really big back garden. And, um, my sister, my sister-in-law used to live next door to her. So like they had adjoining gardens. So like we used to, before lockdown, that's where we used to go. We used to like take the kids there and like Lindsay's mom would like do a full like shebang of, I would have a barbecue and like she'd do a full Easter egg hunt for all the kids in the back garden. And it was really, so like we're trying to keep up with that level of excitement for Easter, mm. excuse me, for Easter during, during the pandemic. So, but yeah, it was just nice to see. And mm. like Logan's got a milk and soya allergy, so he's not been able to have any normal eggs, like Easter eggs. So uh, it, we found loads of, like milk-free eggs and stuff for him, which has been really cool. So he's like, last year there wasn't a right lot there out in the market in the UK for Easter eggs for kids that suffer with milk and sire allergy. So he had a lot more jelly sweets than anything else. But this year, like, there's just been a really big boom for it, and it was it was really cool. And then and then Lindsay got these little boxes that like you take the lid off and the sides fall down, and there's another box inside. To the so like she spent lots of time filling them with little sweets and stuff for the kids. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was like for how long it lasted because like our Easter obviously yeah. went from yeah. like I came in, did the Easter egg hunt with the kids, like ate some chocolate with them, and then like I went to bed and woke up and all hell had broken loose. Um, <laughs> so was Easter wasn't, wasn't the usual Easter for us, but it wouldn't be a, a holiday that we'd celebrate if somebody didn't end up in hospital or something crazy like that. So, <laughs> so guys, we know that uh, you're not dads yet, um, but what is your, uh, like, what is your favorite Easter tradition or Easter memory or what? I don't know, whatever you want to give us, whatever you want to um, chat about in Easter. Easter tradition, uh, every year that I remember growing up, we always painted eggs, and I always thought that was mad cool. I kept the tradition going even since I uh, moved out and been oh, on cool. my own. I always paint eggs just because it's one of my favorite things. That's awesome. So, yeah. Now, do you do the egg, like the egg dip thing, or do you like do paintbrush like painting? Um, egg dip. Both. You can, yeah, egg dipping for sure. And then sometimes we get like more custom stuff. Like we got a galaxy mm -hmm. theme one this year. Nice. And uh, nice. I have like a galaxy theme egg with like little stars on it, and it's cool. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I think 
around, you know, we grew up together. So around the yeah. same thing, but also, you know, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys do it, but, uh, or hide it obviously. But, um, I used to find, you know, the big Easter basket with all the stuff inside. And that's always like the, you know, the best part of being a kid and mm-hmm. finding the, finding the big basket with all the goodies and all the chocolate and all the jelly beans. So all the good stuff in there, you know, yeah. Also man. just have an Easter dinner tradition. So mm-hmm. yeah. Easter what do you guys, what do you guys do for Easter dinner? What's, what's our Easter, what's our normal Easter dinner tradition? Oh, uh, usually we have ham and we go to my, our grandparents' house or they come here, but mm-hmm. usually we have ham, you know, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. Um, can't think of anything else. I'm sure there's more, you know, rolls. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Great dinner. It's always great. Dinner. Oh, that's so cool. He's showing us, uh, is that the, is that the, the Mario egg, the galaxy egg, I mean? Uh, yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, it's not Mario, but yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks it's like nice. Mario Galaxy, so yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, looks really cool. Thanks. So ham for ham for Alex. What about you, Sean? What's your normal um, Easter dinner? Yeah. So Easter is usually the start of the good weather in the UK, so mm-hmm. it is usually a barbecue. It's like. Hmm. Well, it snowed yesterday, so it snowed here in the UK yesterday. <laughs> For like, literally, we had a flurry last night. Um, I was, what was I doing yesterday? I was, I was cooking tea for me and Lindsay, um, and all of a sudden, I just heard the kids flying down the stairs. Daddy, dad, it's snowing! I was like, "What?" I looked out the window and like, literally, had a half an hour of flurry of snow. That's and like, weird. because it was still, it had been quite a a warm day and as the sun was going down it started snowing like logan literally just ran outside in jeans and a t-shirt and straight onto the trampoline and was just bouncing around with all the snow landing on him we like absolutely loved it but uh yeah usually for us it's a barbecue so like what burgers sausages nice. chicken like greek salad um usually marks like i say usually marks the start mm-hmm. of the barbecue season for us in the uk that with this, like the sun shining, we have like blue skies, all the gray and misery of winter's gone because mm-hmm. it kind of it's very rare we have days like that. So yeah, but I think this year, um, let me think. I um, I shared a pizza on the bed with Lindsay after I like picked her up from hospital, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and and the kids had like basically a, a freezer tea <laughs> so what is it wait 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 what is a freezer tea um so like chicken nuggets potato waffles basically anything that you can like you put in the freezer and so oh okay okay all right yeah, i got you a freezer a freezer tea freezer tea so, okay I've yeah. Hmm. yeah so like my mom, my mom, my mom oh, had to good. cook for the kids because I was still asleep. <laughs> so, like, my, mom, my mom just literally went in the freezer and she she just made them like chicken nuggets and potato waffles, which Logan absolutely loved. So you know, yeah, our kids love chicken nuggets. They could they could live on them. I'm fairly certain. So ours is similar as in uh, with with Alex there, and and I'm sure Jake. Uh, we we have uh, we have ham as well. It's actually that's like our holiday. Like everybody in our family has a holiday. And so Easter is our holiday. So everybody comes to our house. Um, and so, yeah, I make uh, ham. My, the, my wife makes this thing. Um, 
it's oftentimes called corn casserole, except it's a lot of times I, I hate to call it that because sometimes I've had corn casserole and I've thought it would be like like Becca's, but it's very like like soup, almost soupy. But Becca's is very like cakey. Like actually, my our son calls it corn cake, um, and so it it has like a cake texture. But it's it's anyways. I love it. It's like my it's like the favorite thing, and so it's also called scalloped corn sometimes. I don't know. It's depending on where you're at. We in my house call it corn cake, and I absolutely love it. So that's that's like one of my favorite dishes um, when it comes to Easter. That's not certainly so, just very quick. How old are you guys? Like, how old are you, Jake and Alex? Oh, I'm 23 and I'm 17. So, wow, <laughs> yeah, we just we're, we're pretty much all in the same age range, Sean. We don't need to talk about anything, <laughs> just, 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 a, just a couple of years apart. No, don't worry about it. My, we're just, my, my eldest is three years younger than Alex. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Jake, what Jake just said, let me let me decipher the word. What Jake just said was, "You're old, <laughs> dude." Hello. Ah. And here we are, and here we are, still all like talking Nintendo and mm-hmm. yeah, Nintendo brings us together. You know, that's yeah. right. Yep. So, yep. Like, I know this might be a very big question, and you'll probably get this from people that are my age and a bit older. Oh so my god, like, you're not gonna be guys... like, "What are you gonna do when you grow up?" <laughs> no, no, it's like, wait, like, what? What do, do you guys want to have kids? Is it something that you're planning on if, like, as you get older? Oh, wow, or... you went deeper than I was going. Okay, all right. There no, well, some people do. It's good to, like, I Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I Trying to have two and adopt one. Oh, oh that's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> I got it planned out. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have it as planned out as Jake over there, but, uh, yeah, I do eventually. You know. Alex wants 17. to have one and a half and adopt one. <laughs> So, no, I, I did say I grew up. I, like by the time I was leaving school, I was like, right, I've I've got my job lined up. I'm going to do this. I've got an apprenticeship. I'll get to this point. I'm going to get to this age, and I want to be like, I want to have kids. I want to have a boy. I want to have a girl. Um, so yeah, I was kind of like, I was planning from quite an early age about what I wanted. So that's why I thought I'd ask. So. <laughs> I actually, to be honest, since we're on the topic, I actually didn't think I, I, I wanted to adopt. I didn't want to actually have kids of my own when I was like, when I was younger, that was always my plan that obviously changed. Um, and now I have two and I haven't adopted, but it is something that, that Beck and I have like tossed back and forth as a possibility maybe at some point, but, but yeah, when I was, I don't know if it was high school, but when I thought about it, that's what I always thought I would just adopt kids. Yeah. I said like, well, I, I got the boy and the girl thing. Unfortunately, the my youngest daughter Emily is with somebody else. Was with somebody else before I met my wife, um, and then Jaya, who's my eldest, is my stepdaughter. So it's kind of like I've got two girls and a boy now. So yeah, I can see Alex's face is like trying to figure out that family tree. It's really confusing. Don't do it. Figure me right out. So. Modern day families are really uh, mixed up compared to what they were when. So. Still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So to be, to be honest, fam- this is my theory on this. Families were always screwed up. It's just we're more open about now how they yeah. how they, like my grandmother like that's a whole thing. Trust me. Like, like she just hid. She just hid where her her one of my aunts like 
who her actual father is. Now we're just a little bit more open about where how all things fell out, fall that yeah. fall out. So so my wife was married previous to me. Um so Jaya, her her and her ex-husband had Jaya when she was in like nineteen twenty. Um they separated um Christ, Jaya was like five or six. So they separated a while ago. Um and then I met Lindsay like nearly six years ago. Um by that point I'd already had a, a little girl with somebody else. Um that relationship oh. didn't work out unfortunately. But like well, I say unfortunately, if it didn't work out, I wouldn't have met Lindsay. So yeah. Um but yeah, that didn't go very well. So we separated and then I met Lindsay. And then me and Lindsay have had a little boy together. So it's kind of like Oh, okay. Now that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Like the kids all absolutely love each other. Jaya kind of she's turned into that teenage monster that lives in a bedroom. But the other two like are eight and three and they get on like a house on fire. So yeah. It kind of helps out a lot because Emily's with us at the moment and like she kind of just her and Logan go and play outside or they'll play together. So that's kind of made looking after Lindsay a hell of a lot easier because I don't have to try and entertain a three-year-old and help Lindsay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's funny we got on this topic because when I first listened to your guys' podcast, was it was was your first system the N64? Is that correct? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that was the first one that we like hardcore games with. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, which is funny because the moment you guys were like first system N64 and I thought, oh my God, I'm so much older than them. That means. <laughs> and and I thought, and I literally like made a mental note, like, okay, we're just going to like not talk about the fact that this is how it is. Cause I don't want it. But then Sean just like dives right in. Deep. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I am. Thir- I will be 39 this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 35 this year. So yeah, yeah, I'm the I'm touch older than me. Yeah, I'm the grandpa. Well, so get this, get this. If you add my age to my younger brother's age, <laughs> we're basically a Nicholas. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Well, that's see, the it's, end. It's not, it's not an age. It's experience. you can find Alex and Jake on the Nintendo. Don't worry, at Nintendo. That's where you find them. I bo- no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Yeah. See our last time on here was nice. So, <laughs> uh, what's so? What do you got, Sean? What's next on this dead corner? I, that's that, that's covered quite a bit. That was good. It's, it's, yeah, that, that squirreled, but it was good. I liked it. Do yeah. we? Uh, so, uh, do you guys steal? Um, do you do you steal your kids' candy? I mean, that's a that's a fair question. I, I think we need to go there. I gotta talk do. about that. Do you steal your kids' <laughs> Easter candy? Yes, definitely. I um, as I was rushing around yesterday, completely didn't realize I hadn't had anything to eat. And Emily had brought down like her little tiny box with three Cadbury's caramel eggs, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Can I have? Can I have one of these?" I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Because she can't open it up, and she opened it. And she, like she walked off with one in her mouth, and I kind of like walked past. And I was like, <laughs> "Yoink, <laughs> that's mine now." <laughs> uh, so yeah, I owe her, I owe her a Cadbury's caramel egg, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really need to owe her anything because that's her pile there. So she can. Holy crud. Wow. There's a lot. There's a uh, lot of chocolate there, folks, for those that are listening. Now, a lot of chocolate there. That's Logan's little pile over there. So. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think we've talked about this. Uh, it's, it's coined the dad tax and it's real and it's deserved and it just lives. So do, do you, does your, do, do your guys' parents steal any of your, when you were younger, any of your candy? You wouldn't know. We try to hide it. Yeah, we do. Definitely. Um, probably. Yeah. Um, see, you wouldn't know. We try to hide it. We're pretty good at it. Yeah. I don't know. I know my brothers used to steal my candy, but um, <laughs> wow. I, have, I actually have an older brother who's, I don't even know his age. 25. Honestly. 25. And he used to steal my candy all the time. Literally all the time. And you name anything, and it, he probably stole it before. So. Yo, I, remember, I remember I hid my candy when I was really younger because I didn't want him to steal it, and he still found a way to steal my hidden candy. Like, he just knew. Yeah, no, one time I had, I had my room, and I was about, like, 10 or something, right? And it was, like, really messy. You know, I don't want to clean my room. And so there was a treacherous way leading all the way up to the back of the room, right? If you can picture that, the back of the room. And then you go behind the bookcase, which already has a bunch of stuff behind it. And then there's an Easter basket. And there was my one, like, Cadbury egg. I think you're talking about, like, those caramel eggs. And um, Mm -hmm. I had those, like, two in there that I wanted. And they were gone. I went outside for 30 minutes, and they're gone. (laughs) I remember that so clearly. I don't know why it was a... It was a blue Easter basket, um, different see, color shading on the outside. I remember it perfectly. See, that's just theft, though. Like, like the dad tax is like taking your percentage of the candy. Like, you take the last one. I couldn't take the last one of anything my kid had. I'd feel yeah. really bad. Like, if there's like yeah. one egg, I'm not going to be like, that's mine, dad tax. That's just brother <laughs> theft. But, it, you know, that's exactly. Like I was going to say that, brother theft. So, <laughs> Profession, dad there's tax. D- there's dad tax and then there's just brother theft. <laughs> I accept that, I guess. Yeah. Can't get around it. But no. Um, I get really, it's, Easter just marks, it's like, Easter needs to be later in the year. Like, I know there's a whole religious reasons behind it. And... <laughs> I was just going to say, what are you talking <laughs> I was going to say talk to Jesus, but I don't know if you talk to Jesus or you talk to the Romans. I don't know who the religious leaders. I don't know who you got to talk to. (laughs) But like you you kind of, you you get to the end of like the Christmas chocolate and the Christmas sweets and then Easter starts. And then it's like a whole entire realm of chocolate and sweets again. And then literally by the time I'm, I can guarantee you by the time this Easter chocolate, is eaten it'll be halloween (laughs) so like that then just starts all over again that all the halloween kind of comes in until christmas and it's like it's crazy like the the, uh car dealerships they're like okay we're having this sale now that the saint patrick sales over a new easter sale (laughs) yeah yeah always goes on okay but listen (laughs) i mean there is a crud ton of pile of candy that you showed us but if that makes it to october i will be shocked Oh, it'll get well close enough. It'll get there because you think you you yeah. then you're you have you're a house with better willpower than mine. I guess. <laughs> well, it'll just end. I'll end up putting it in the garage because it's obviously the garage is like a joint part of the house, so it's pretty cold. So it, it tends to keep things pretty well in there. So it, I give it another couple of days, and it'll move to the garage, and then it'll be like the only time we'll get any of it is when we remember that it's in there or the kids ask about it so then we forget about it apart from me because i go in the garage a lot so like i'll just walk past and be like oh, i'll have a little bit of that egg i'll yeah. have a little bit of that 
That's what I was going to say. I would just be in there like, oh, just like kids aren't eating it. I guess I got to finish it. Like I just, yeah. I, I walk, I walk past all my weights and stuff for like working out, and I'll just eat the chocolate <laughs> as I go to the beer fridge to get a beer. <laughs> Productive. Yeah. That's why. That's why Sean gets like the grade A candy. <laughs> Lindsay's like, why are you buying all the good candy? Like, listen, I'm going to eat at least 50% of this in the garage. So I'm going to get the stuff that I know I want. <laughs> cool. So let's head over to the bulletin board and see if anybody from our community has left any questions. So, guys, welcome to the visual bulletin board. Um, as always, we want to thank the Patreon members of the Nintendo Dads for hanging out with us on Discord. Um, that's usually where we get most of our questions from. Sometimes people hit us up on Twitter. So you are seriously one of the best communities on the, on the internet, and we all love you for that. And if you're listening to this and you'd like to chat with us, plus a whole other bunch of Animal Crossing fans, Nintendo fans, non-Nintendo fans, there's such a broad spectrum of people to talk to on there. You can do all that for as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. So the first question that comes to us is from Tim. And as I was just saying in between the segments, so I think Tim definitely did some research as to who we were having on because this question suits you guys so well. So the I think it's a bit of a three-part question. Uh, the first one from Tim is, if you guys are talking Nintendo collectibles, what collectible did you have and regret losing and why? Uh, Tim goes to say that his is the Steelbook Metroid Prime trilogy for the Wii that he sold it back in the day and put it towards another system. Um, but I'm assuming that he probably regrets doing that if he bought the Wii U. So is anything I I'm not much of a collector, so I like I haven't got anything that I'd say I'd I'd regret losing because most of mine I tend to like especially if I've got it physical because Switch games seem to hold their money really well for trading in in game stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um, is there anything that you guys have lost or sold? That absolutely. So um, growing up. Like, I actually didn't get into collecting, like, hardcore until, like, a year or two ago. So, growing up, whenever I got, like, a Game Boy game or a Game Boy Advance game, like, you know how the um the game case that it came in was, like, cardboard or just, like, a little box? I was like, don't need that. Don't need the manual. I always just threw them out. But now, like, if you're a collector, a Game Boy Advance, um, like, case with the manual just makes the value of the game so much more. So every single Pokemon game that I got, I really wish I didn't throw away the manual and the case for like any, any Game Boy Advance game. But um, the one that comes to mind for like my biggest loss is definitely Pokemon Emerald. Like that was Mm -hmm. definitely my favorite Pokemon game and throwing away the box and the manual for that. And then just keeping the game and eventually selling the game to get the next just, that was a bad move as a young kid, but you learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Hello. mine's sorry. I think sorry, mine's kind of straight, like right up, right straight up the right alley that Jake said, sorry, not put the words together there. Um, but along the same lines, Pokemon heart gold, I have it back now. Jake actually got it for me for my most recent birthday. Um, Pokemon Heartgold, I had the Pokewalker. I still have the Pokewalker, but I sold the actual physical game. And I, I don't know whether it was that special. Um, 
I, there's a special edition with the Pokemon Walker in the game, which sells for like almost $300 now. So definitely regret doing that. Um, and like Jake said, just all the games. I know I had some really cool games for like the 64 and Nintendo 64, like Pokemon Stadium. Um, I've sold so many games for the Wii, but like one of my favorite all-time games for the Wii, this might sound weird, but it's Super Mario Sluggers. Um, obviously, I can easily buy that back, but, you know, be nice to have right now. Um, but yeah, just along the lines of, selling games, not keeping manuals. You know, if we were smarter back then, have a lot of more stuff now. So you see, I'm absolutely kicking myself now because I had the Pokemon Heart Gold with the like the special edition that came with the Pokewalker. Yeah. I had that um when I lived at my old house before I bought this one. And I am pretty certain I left it in that house. Um absolutely like hunt and i had the box the manuals i like i kept all the cellophane stuff and i am now like thinking 300 really 300 dollars i think i paid like 40 pound for a uk sterling for that and i'm like yeah i'm app on the phone you can track all the things so i just put in heart gold today because i haven't done it yet so and i looked at that yeah pokemon prices all around skyrocketing really yeah, you'd be so surprised at like how much they changed. Like um, a couple months ago, I bought Pokemon Platinum, which is like one of the DS games from my buddy for like $50. And uh, I went to log in some some more of my games today because Alex was doing it. So I was like, yo, that's a good idea. Let me just catch up with my collection. Um, Pokemon Platinum Loose, just a little game is going for like well over $100. So it's just crazy. Um, You guys... Our previous co-host Dan, I don't know if you've like listened to anything of him, but he does um, the retro logic. He's got like a star online now, and he's got a full podcast dedicated to like because he's a big collector as well as trying to help other people collect. So he's probably somebody that you'd really want to talk about for like hit up and listen to for uh, for bits and pieces like that. He's really big into his collections and uh, playing. Like he does streams of old games and stuff like that. So. That's really cool. Um, um, I have I have mentioned it before. Um, although I did, after I mentioned it on the dinner table, somebody DM'd me and said, you didn't have the one that was worth all the money. So I had um, the old track and field um, game, NES game with the, with the old A and B running pad. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm sure. But anyways... It was, it was worth, it is worth a lot of money, but I did to, to ease my soul, somebody, somebody it, like it was worth a hundred thousand dollars it sold for, but um, somebody did DM me and say, no, 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 that the one I had was still worth a lot of money, but there's something rare about like a certain type, the, that the one that sold for all that money that was different than the one that I described. So that made me feel a bit better. Although he said it would still go for like $2,000 if I had it. Um, so it was just like this little running pad and you were, do you know what I'm talking about, Sean? Did you ever have that? Um, I, I or didn't like, have it, but I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's the, just like the big perfect. Yeah, exactly. And you would, you just like, it was A and B, there was red A and B and, and blue A and B. And I think there were some numbers too, if I remember correctly. And two people could run at the same time and you would be these little guys on the, on the nest that would like run and then you'd have to jump 
to like make your guy jump over hurdles and stuff like that. And you would run by just like running in place, hitting your feet on the A and B buttons on the mat. And that's what you did. And uh, I don't really know what I did with it. I think, I don't, I don't know, maybe it just fell apart because we used it so much. No clue. But either way, I don't have it. I wish I did. I um I had an uncle that used to steal like my Nintendo games, especially the NES games, and sell them. I'm like <laughs> that's probably that's one a of jerk my uncle right there. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 he's a nice uncle. guy now. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to call your uncle a jerk. It just seemed like a real jerk. <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, so like I think I had um, there used to be a game for the NES. It was like a minor game. I can't remember the actual like it wasn't Dig Dug. It was something else, and I absolutely mm-hmm. loved that game as a kid. And that's the one I remember like losing and thinking where was it and the last time i had it i took like i stayed my whole nes system with me wherever i went so if i went and stopped at my grandma's i used to take the nes system with me and yeah uh tim's question <laughs> that's quite a lot for pat one of tim's question um he also goes on to say whether or not it's worth anything or not what is your favorite collectible and why and and do you have a favorite you don't own so Oh, well, definitely, like I just said it, but Heart Gold, because obviously it's a lot of money and it's really cool and it's my favorite Pokemon game of all time. So, yeah, Heart Gold. Jake has something at the ready. I can yes, I have something I want to flex out right now. So, um, <laughs> Pokemon is definitely, like, my favorite, like, genre. And um, I have Pokemon tattoos. I have a Pikachu tattoo. Pikachu is my favorite dude. Um, I got this. Uh, oh yeah 3ds xl it's like the pikachu special edition complete there's like all the manuals and stuff inside and then this is what it looks like taken out so that it's really pretty. cool yeah i like it a lot I like how they made the camera they like part of his um yeah the little pattern on yeah, yeah that's ace <laughs> yeah that's cool and that's really wow. nice too that is real nice yeah so while we're talking about collectibles, I got an email yesterday from <laughs> from Builder Bear, the Animal Crossing Builder Bear um, range. Oh yeah, how did releasing. we forget to mention that? It's releasing today. Yeah. Well, to yeah, to, well today the the sixth of April. I know when people listen to this, it'll not be the sixth of April, but yeah. yeah, when you listen to this, they will be available. I've got a, a virtual queue. <laughs> to join later on at 10 o'clock this morning um i don't know what anything looks like this but even in the email they didn't like kind of show what was available oh really just, okay yeah so it's like a big guarded secret he says as he's now going to the build bear website yeah you're right i how'd you how'd you guess you're so right on um yeah i would like to do i would like to be part of it but i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be so chaotic so, but you're telling me I would have I would have had to sign up to be on a queue. Is that what you're telling me? Um, I just I signed up to the newsletter, so it just yeah, it kind of came out. <sighs> but, uh, hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't have time to look it up now. But yeah, that's that's. I am I'm excited for that. I don't know what I would get to be honest. I feel like I'm on a hype train. I won't. I won't lie. Like, there's a part of me that wants to buy like every animal, just because I can, or just because I want to. I really can. 
I don't have I don't have that kind of cash. Um, I'm sure there's more than I could ever possibly afford. Um, but also there's a part of me that's like, ah, what am I going to do with these? Do I really need them? I don't really need them. Uh, but yeah, I'm probably going to at least buy one because I can't. I told, I told Lindsay about it last night and she was like, and what, what, what do you do with these bears? And I was like, mm, just, I don't know, they're just teddy bears. And she just like rolled her eyes. Yeah, but she did. <laughs> as I, <laughs> as I walked did. away, she's like, nah, never mind. So. so I take that back. I'm probably going to get three of them. Because I, I, I can't just, like, my daughter's going to want one, my son's going to want one, and then I'll get one for me. That's probably what's going to happen. That's what I predict. Or I won't get any because I'll go to the Build-A-Bear website and it'll be totally smashed yeah. with so many people, which I'm sure will be true. I'm there. I'm on there now, and it's there's still no clue as to what they're actually did making. So, Gotcha. Yeah. All I got to say is don't sleep on the Build-A-Bears because um, I have a Pikachu Build-A-Bear and it's super awesome. Um, you can put like a heartbeat in them and then he says like Pikachu and it's really cool. So if they put the same quality into um, Animal Crossing ones, it's probably probably going to be worth it, <laughs> at least to get a couple. I have time enough to tell you to pay back your loan all the time. What did you say, Alex? Get, get a Tom Nook to, uh, or whatever the head honcho guy is, oh, yeah. to tell you to pay back your loan all the time. Tell your <laughs> yeah. remaining loan balance. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning. That, that would be, uh, yeah. that's pretty good. I like it. Sean, do you have a favorite collectible? Um, they, they, my, the, I say my, my favorite collectible is a little like Wool and Yoshi that Lindsay made for me. When uh, say yeah, she, I remember you taking a picture of it. Yeah, she crocheted um, a full little. It's only about yay big. Um, like at the same time as Yoshi's Woolly World came out, she kind of just crafted world. Sorry, she kind of just made this. She just got into crocheting, so she made me a little Yoshi. So that's probably one of my my favorite collectibles. Um, other than that, I've just got a couple of Mario plushies and stuff that like the kids have got that I kind of take special care of and make sure they're not throwing them around too much but that's about it i don't have enough room for anything massive to collect other than um yeah consoles so which i keep a couple of those i've got the and snes mini and <laughs> wow it's <laughs> I'd love to be able to collect things. I look at like people, like there's people in the Discord that post the collections, like Nick's little, like, I just don't have any room for stuff like that. So, yeah. And I mean, this is nothing compared to like John and that, what John, the Johns, <laughs> John from Retro Logic and John from Dads After Dark, who have like, like an entire room of amiibos. Um, I think they, I think they have them all, as I, as I recall, or close to all of them. Um, if I was gonna say something that's my favorite, and to be honest or to be fair, I don't, I don't collect a lot. I've collected a lot of Animal Crossing stuff. Um, I tried to get most of the amiibos, and I think I have them all, to be honest. Um, but like when I was younger, I just didn't collect. It just I, I liked playing the games. I've played them since the NES up and. This wasn't to like keep a game. I just didn't see a point in it. 
And so I never did really do a lot of collecting. When Amiibos came out, I was in college and uh, slammed with work and, and study and all that stuff. And I just didn't really get into it. Um, so I started collecting late. But um, probably two things. One would be the PAX East Isabel pin, like one of the last conventions that we that ever like that happened um before the pandemic they released the isabel pin a friend of mine was able to pick that up off of ebay which was amazing and then another thing that i just really like like i don't think it's worth anything it's in bad shape but um this was like i'm a big donkey kong country fan and i have the donkey kong country man um like player's guide book um and it just has more memories than anything else it's like i mean i thumbed through this thing endless amount of times to help me beat donkey kong country and i played it a ton with my mom so those are probably like my two like collectibles at the moment that i absolutely adore nice uh, i like it i like the donkey kong one a lot thanks um so final part of tim's question is an animal crossing part um should nintendo take animal crossing new horizons cross platform so make it available on playstation xbox or pc um i'm going to say no because i like the fact that it's nintendo only i think it does really well being nintendo only i think opening it up to other people um probably allows for too much stuff where people could get in and mess around with it and mess around with the game and mod it and things like that so it's probably nintendo's best interest not to do that but yeah I, the game's pretty niche and i think it does really well for being niche so yeah. i don't think so i think it should just stay in the nintendo category i mean like right now it brings nintendo gamers together so i don't think it needs to really go to those other platforms i think it should just stay on there, stay where it is, stay branded just to Nintendo. And um, I don't know, if people want to play Animal Crossing, they can just, they can get a Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, I don't think it needs to go underwear. Uh, here's my take on it, right? <clears throat> Do you guys have a Wii? Yeah. All uh, you guys? Not um, did you guys ever get uh, Call of Duty Black Ops or Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 for the Wii? Um, no. No, no, that's like the same thing. That's like Call of Duty bringing over their games on like Nintendo. Like, I don't think Nintendo needs to bring over like their games to PlayStation or Xbox. I think it does perfectly fine on Switch. I think if they did, it it would probably be the same as like Call of Duty on the Wii, just like kind of overlooked and just odd. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just going to get overlooked by all the bigger titles. But like if you're looking strictly Nintendo, you're going to see your Pokemon, your Mario, and your Animal Crossing mainly. But if you're looking at Xbox, you're going to see your Call of Duty. You're going to see your Fortnite. You're going to see all that Apex, whatever, Madden, NBA, stuff like that. So, Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with all that. I just... It, it kind of breaks my brain to think of Nintendo like just like doling out their IPs to other to to other platforms like Xbox. I I can definitely see like I mean Xbox is trying to be more of a service than anything else. And so I could definitely see like an Xbox app 
on my switch um and that would be i think that would be good for them because that would give them more members to their service and i think that's what they're really going for um but nintendo man i mean they're they're ips their baby like i mean i mean their hardware is cool and they've hit it out of the park with the switch for sure um um but i yeah i just i i I can't I can't in my head get past the idea of like them even doing it to think of whether they should, to be honest, <laughs> like like the ramifications. All I can think of is if they give away their IP, they're not going to sell hardware. And I don't know. I, it's just hard for me to even think about, to be honest. That was a rambly non answer. But that's all I got. I agree with all y'all. That's what I should have said. Yeah. <laughs> so I think. Uh, the, the, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean that Gates is pretty good into his um, into his gaming topic, so we've we've kind of breached into the cross platforms and everything else. So, um, should we move forward into our gaming topic, Nick? Yes, I am certainly ready to move on to the gaming topic, Sean, because I am salty. I am not happy. And this isn't like one of those Tim things where he's like, I'm salty, but I'm not really salty because I don't know. I mean, I talked last podcast about having issues with squadrons about the fact that the dialogue prompts wouldn't work. And I had to just drop the game and move on to another game. So I moved on to another game. I moved on to Fallout 4. I was very excited. I, I went to the community. I said, listen, I've never played a Fallout game. These are the Fallout games on Game Pass. Which one should I play? And people were like, you should play Fallout 4. So I chose Fallout 4. I installed Fallout 4. Guess what happened? <laughs> I swear. It's, I get out of the vault, and I'm like, no, 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 I am loving this game. Immediately, like, I fell in love with it. The, the story's cool. The feel of it's cool. The fact that you can pick up, like, everything and throw it in your inventory. Come on. I'm an Animal Crossing guy. I collect everything. I'm in. I'm collecting the most random junk like, if I can collect it, it's in my inventory at this point. So I get out of the vault. I'm, I'm loving the vibe. I'm loving the open, just like what I have seen, which isn't very much. But uh, I'm loving the open world that, that they have created now that I'm seeing it after the nuclear fallout. And so the first thing I do, I run to my home because I just want to see, like, what's still there, what, what's available and, uh, or what's left. Um, and I meet Codsworth. And so I try to talk to him because it said I can. And my guy's like, hey, Codsworth just looks at me. So I'm like, okay. So I look around the house, do my stuff, and then I leave. And I realize that my objective beacon is at Codsworth. So I go back to Codsworth and I say, hey, he doesn't do anything. This is the same exact problem I had with squadrons where I needed like the dialogue to move me forward in my objective, but like the ship was just flying around me and he wouldn't talk to me. And now I have this freaking robot that I need to tell me something to move me forward. And he won't tell me anything, which makes me feel, and you know what? Now I have to call Microsoft, which reminds me of my 360 era, which was the reason that I never bought an Xbox one which is the reason that I'm like a hair away from selling this freaking thing to the next guy that'll pay me $2.99 for it. That's all I got to say. I'm done. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I swear I had the same the same issue with with Codswell when I first played the game. So I don't think it's anything to do with the next gen consoles being an issue. I think it was a bug in the game to start with. I can't remember how I fixed it. I think I deleted the save completely, restart, which is a pain, especially if you've gone through the whole character customizations thing to make your guy look like you. Um, but I think that was the only way around I, I found it, the, the only fix I found for it. I'm it's currently downloading to my Series X now, so I'm going to see if I have this, a similar issue. So I take it you did everything in the vault, the vault door opens, and yeah. did you just be you just beeline straight for the house? Yeah, yeah, because I was just—I mean, I wasn't even paying attention to objectives. I was just like, oh, you know, because I was really into the story. I came from that house. I kind of knew where it was because you know I had just ran to the vault, um, and so I was like, I want to see what's left at my house. And uh, and I mean, I don't know. It's not spoilers. It's Fallout Four. What there's like there's like two fallout since that one so like i mean i had just watched my kid get stolen from my wife so i was like yeah i was like kind of i was like oh, i want to see what's at the house so i would just i yeah i just beeline straight to there and when i talked to codsworth nothing happened nothing happened and i did i have not deleted my save i'm okay with doing that but the same thing i said with squadrons is like well if i delete my save what happens in 10 hours when there's the next npc that won't talk to me like i'm not no, I'm this, deleting the save I, then the Cosmos one is it, and I've played this game to death. I like there's I think maybe six different ways to finish the game. There's like six different paths you can go down. Um, mm-hmm. I, I won't go into details because obviously it's but there's like different factions that you can join, and the, each different faction that you join has a different way of finishing the game, but then you can combine two to finish it another way. Um, this was the only glitch that I found that broke the game at the start. So if you are going to delete your save and try again, I'd, that it'd be the only time that you have to do it. And there becomes a part in the game where he, he, I think he even tells you, like, going forward from here, this is the one, like, you're going to go down one path, you can't go back and do it this way. Mm-hmm. So there'll become a point in the game where you'll have, like, I had 12 different saves. And <laughs> Wow. So like I yeah I had to remember which save was which because then like to play it a different way so but yeah I played this game a lot I put a lot of hours into that game and it's amazing and there's so much so many fun little bits and pieces to it but then there's like there's just stuff that you can do that's hilarious so yeah no I mean I cannot I cannot express how much I was loving this game I mean one I was like cool I can collect a bunch of stuff wow, I really like this story. It's like gripped me in the, in the first like 45 minutes. I want to know what's going on. I want to know why I want to know what they're doing. Um, and then three, I came across the freaking workbench and I can craft stuff. Come on. Y'all know how much I love the craft stuff. I mean, I can collect, I can craft and it's got a story. I mean, I'm sold. Like just, just let me play the game. That's all I ask. I don't know. Have you guys ever played fallout fallout at all? Any of the fallouts? Uh, I played like some weird thing on the switch, like um, Fallout Shelter or something, where you just manage like. Oh a shelter. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the mobile game. I was really yeah. into that, um, I, but not 
like not on the switch it first came out on on cell phone and so i played it on i played it on mobile for a lot actually i had a huge shelter going at one point yeah i got huge into that too and then i just stopped playing yeah eventually so yeah i, I fell into that fallout. But, i did i did fallout 3 fallout new vegas fallout 4 but i never got into the online one because there's an online one fallout 76 according to everybody on discord it's hot trash yeah that's that's a quote that's i think i think that is at least it was it was close to that they called it so um yeah everybody said because fallout 76 is also on game pass and uh but everybody said play fallout 4 out of the ones that were available so that's what i that's what i'm doing i'm listening to the people yeah it's it is a it's the best fallout out of them all i spent I didn't finish New Vegas. I finished Fallout 3. It took Fallout 3 was the first one that I played and it took me ages to realize that you could you have to watch how much weight you carry in. If you carry too much weight, you can't move. Wait, does, like, that, does that transfer over to Fallout 4? Yes. Okay, I have to keep that in mind because I am literally picking yeah. up every single thing that I find. Yeah, you'll you'll see in your inventory that you'll have like um, a weight class of so much out of so so much. So like it might be twenty out of forty. As soon as you hit forty one, if you haven't got a backpack or anything like that, you your character will not walk. Just kind of right. like very slowly. So like, yeah, be wary of that, especially yeah. for certain missions that you don't want to not be able to run. Fair enough. Yeah. This explains possibly why you can transfer stuff to like every single thing. Like yeah. I was, I was playing around the other day and I could transfer stuff into a mailbox. I was like, why, why would I do that? I want it all in my backpack. Cause you're letting me, but now, now that makes sense. Cause you, yeah, you, there's a whole, the whole crafting thing of being able to build a town as you build houses and stuff like that. So I ended up building basically a house with just wardrobes in, and then I stored stuff in the wardrobes. <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Yeah. I, uh, and I mean, I, I was, yeah, I even played around with the crafting a little bit since I couldn't talk to Codsworth. I made a metal wall and accidentally crafted it onto a roof. Didn't mean to do that. But, uh, but, but I was interested to like use that mechanic and see what they did with it and why it was in the game. Um, but I uh, never got, never, never got that. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get that side and, <laughs> you'll be able to carry on because you'll put a lot of hours into that game so. I would love to um, upcoming releases that are coming out soon um, I'm going to throw this one straight out at the Pokemon fans uh, Jake and Alex are you guys getting Pokemon Snap absolutely hands down yes. 100% <laughs> uh, I would but I don't have the money to so <laughs> So no for me for now. <sighs> for now, I pre-ordered it already. It's yeah, so they're waiting. So um, I played the Pokemon Snap on the sixty-four to death. Like I even went to the point where um, I went out and bought a sixty-four recently. I think like in the last eighteen months, I went and bought a sixty-four and um, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium. Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time just to like play old school games. I think like 200 pound in, in total it cost me for all that. That's so, some good games though. 
well, the 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 ones for me that I was like, because I I grew up with the NES, the SNES, and then uh, sixty four was the one where like I I got to grips with games, so like I knew what I was doing, and I knew and like we'd play as a family, so like me and my dad would play and we'd do stuff. So like the sixty four was a benchmark console for me is like that's when I got right into playing video games. So. Uh, but yeah, I played Pokemon Snap like endlessly, chasing all the different variations of Pokemon that you could take pictures of. So like, um, like reading in magazines, like, oh yeah, you've got to throw fruit at this Pokemon at this point and take a picture of this Pokemon after you've thrown a fruit at him to then drop something in the water at this point to get, get this colored Gyarados and stuff like that. So like there was loads of combinations of stuff you could do to like get a red Gyarados rather than a blue Gyarados and take pictures of them. So I'm hoping that they've got something similar in this one, that there's like different variations and different things that you can do to trigger different things in the game. I really hope they don't Paper Mario it. Like the first two um, installments in Paper Mario were like so great. Even the third one was pretty good, but then it just like, it dropped so bad. Like Pokemon Snap, the original, great game. I just hope they don't like go and ruin it. They don't really have to make too many changes, I feel. They just got to stick to the formula we liked what we liked yeah i think niantic are really good with that though so they know what like how what kind of game they need to make um so i mean like when they did let's go eevee and let's go pikachu the um, they did really well at bringing the nostalgia side of the like yellow red to that and they didn't ruin it too much. There was a lot of there was a lot of things they could have done with those games. I actually so, really enjoyed the Let's Go. That was fun. I beat yeah. that like when it first came out. Very fun. So, I well, I say I, I beat it. I've still got it. I got as far as the Victory Road, which is as far as I ever got playing those games as a kid, and then stopped. Yo, <laughs> I have a habit of kind of just getting to the end too, and then just not finishing it. Cause I was playing through Pokemon Ruby like the last couple of weeks and I got through victory road. And then when I got to the elite four, I was like, nah, it's okay. Don't got to beat it. <laughs> that's, that's the point where I'm at. If I, if I loaded it up now, I probably can imagine I'm literally about to start the, the last four and yeah. it becomes then and I have to grind too much. So yeah, that's, that's the same thing with uh, where I'm at with Ruby. See being a guy that, um, just jumped into Pokemon with like, let's go Pikachu. And then I did, and then I got sword and shield. Well, I got sword. I didn't get sword and shield. Um, it's, it's funny to hear you guys say that. And I mean, but it, it tracks with everything I've heard. It just, it's just so crazy. Cause sword was, I enjoyed sword. It was fun, but it was very easy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like, like to get to the final four, it was like, all right, I'm in the final four and I've beat it and okay, and we're done. And I, uh, I think there was there was one battle where I had to reload like two or three times, but but I mean that's what I've heard from everybody is that like the older games were much more difficult to actually like to finish and and do the victory road and all that stuff. So you definitely got to grind a ton more. Um, they don't have experience share all. I'm pretty sure in uh, mm-hmm. Sword and Shield, like all of your Pokemon that's in your party get experience once you beat a one yeah. Pokemon. Uh, for the older games, it's just the one Pokemon that you have out in battle. 
And then they also have like experience share where one Pokemon can hold it and it'll be the Pokemon out in battle that gets the experience points and the Pokemon holding experience points share. So gotcha. only like two Pokemon would get it. So definitely yeah. you're going to grind more. Yeah, that would make a huge difference. And it would make you have to think about who you're using more too. I mean, I just used my starter guy. This uh, I, I chose, um, I can only think of his final Cinderace. I can't think of his... I can't think of his, his starter name, but um, I chose the fire type starter. And uh, I don't know. I just basically used him throughout most of the game. And I, I, I mean, unless, unless I had, uh, unless I had a Pokemon who he was weak to, I usually was fine. So that's like the thing it's so, yeah, it, that would, that would change how you could do it. You couldn't just keep one Pokemon out the whole time because you'd have an you'd have a really unbalanced team at that time at that point it'd be cool if they in the next one um and i know they're really it seems like they're really changing it up from this from this direct that they had recently Mm -hmm. um but it'd be cool if they gave like if they made that share all a like beginner mode or something like that yeah an option absolutely because i i do the story's okay but the difficulty being as easy as it is really kind of makes it, I'd rather grind a little bit more and have to think about who I'm going to throw out there. Um, that would make it more fun to me. I think sword and shield also like, didn't it tell you which moves were super effective? Uh, yeah, like in the yeah, battle scene. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that part of, part of like feeling good about winning Pokemon battles was like, Oh yeah, I knew, I knew fire was really good against grass. So I, mm-hmm. so I used my fire guy or, I knew ground was super effective against fire. So I used earthquake on that guy. But when it just tells you, it takes all the strategy away and all like the, the good feelings you get from just knowing. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And that's another thing. I mean, being a dad, I think it would be cool if that was like in the beginner mode or something to where they, they gave that to you if you wanted it. And if you didn't, cause my son, I mean, you're totally right. My son at six was, was able to play that game fine. He couldn't read very much, but he he was able to identify um, at that at that point. Like, okay, I know that that long super effective word. That's the one. Like, like I don't know what it means, and I might not be able to read it, but I can identify it as the one that means I'm going to do really good. And, that, and that's what he would do every time. Yeah, um, Emily got Let's Go Eevee. Um, she didn't go for Sword and Shield. And she spent a lot of time and asked a lot of questions of um, why, what Pokemon do I need to, to beat this one? She's like, I came across a water gym and like my Pikachu seems to just be getting mullered by the water ones all the time. She's like, what, what can I do? Like, yeah, so, so you're going to have to go back. You're going to have to find some different Pokemon and use different ones. And you have to think about it. So like, so to what, what's really like, um what example did I ever give her? I said so if you I said to her, if you were water, what what can't you break? And she spent ages and ages thinking she was like, um, rocks. Water doesn't break rocks really well. So then, okay, so have you got any rock type Pokemon? She was like, uh yeah, yeah, I've got some. Sort of, right. Use those. Because they're gonna be a little bit stronger than like your fire type or your grass type. So use it. And that's when she started then like Linking ah so different types do different things so yeah geog just kicking the crap out of the table um she she um 
she started to learn then like the different types of Pokemon do different things. So, which was good to see because then she felt good that she had an understanding and a strategy then. So, sounds good. Um, yeah. As for any other games, I'm still really excited for Fall Guys to come to Switch. I looked that up. Summer 2021. So we don't entirely know. That could be soon or not so soon. Yeah. Hopefully. I just think it's the PlayStation game that I wish I'd have, I'd have kept my PS4 to play. But yeah, I, need that. I want to get my hands on that soon. Mm-hmm. would recommend fall guys is great i have one win on that game and i felt like so awesome when i won <laughs> yeah i always just, lose on hexagon so it's just like it's takeshi's it's a game version of takeshi's castle that's all i can like i don't know if you guys know what takeshi's castle is but <laughs> no. nah, you're on some 35 year old stuff i don't know <laughs> i i missed it i missed it cool. too apparently no oh, it was uh, just used to be something that was on like UK Sky TV. It was just absolute <laughs> wait, rubbish, wait, wait. basically. We call what? What do we? What is it? What's the game in? Uh, what's the game? I think I kind of know what you're talking about. Like it's not Wild World, but what was it? What was it called? Where there's like the things that knock the contestants off of the off of the platform. Is that? Oh, it's not in my. head. I think was it, was it something like that where you like they had a walk on platforms and they could get knocked off or yeah, yeah basically it looks like Fall Guys but yeah in real yeah, life. yeah it's it's whatever we called it and I can't wipe out wipe out is what yeah. we called it and you yeah, it was that same kind of thing where it would be like six people go through the, these obstacle yeah. courses and they get knocked off one at a time on, oh, honestly go on youtube when we're finished uh oh, tomorrow when you guys wake up and like search for takeshi's castle it's hilarious it starts out like fall guys where there's like a hundred contestants and like they all charge into this course and all fall off if you fall off that's it you're eliminated and it eventually grinds down to like the last 10 people and then it gets really funny and like the last 10 people they'll drive around in these little buggies with water pistols and they've got to try and hit this little paper disc on other people's carts and like put a hole in this paper disc and once you've done that like you you've win so it's like last person standing but it's literally like real life fall guys and i used to love watching that as a kid it was like it was just the, the rubbish tv that was on when there was nothing else on sort of thing and it was so funny to watch, but that's like, as soon as I saw Fall Guys, I was like, that's amazing. That's exactly what I want to play. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm also excited for uh, Mario Golf coming out June yes. 25th. So, yeah, that's, me too. I yeah, love man. sports games with a story. So, yeah, I'm real happy about the RPG kind of story mode. Uh, real happy. I'm really excited to see that Super Mario Rush mode or Super Rush mode or whatever it is, like fast golf. I think that could be fun. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm hoping they knock this one out of the park. Did a hole in one to kind of sync up the uh, sports analogy. <laughs> um. So, what is your favorite game in your library at the moment? I mean, I know we're primarily an Animal Crossing podcast, so we talk about that quite a bit, but have you got something at the moment that you keep going back to that you really enjoy? 
Jake and Alex, I'll let you guys go first. Oh, anything? You go first. Minecraft. I mean, I'll always end up going back to Minecraft every once in a while. Yeah, I probably, I probably sunk the amount of time. Actually, no, no, I don't even want to compare how much you play Animal Crossing to the amount I play Minecraft. That's uh, no. but I know, I know Nick's current hours. I always keep an eye on Nick's oh current my gosh. hours. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But I have put a lot of hours into Minecraft, especially like when I was back in like high school and stuff. I always keep. But, uh, so Nick's at 1,250 hours of Animal Crossing. <laughs> just think you're just Jake either froze or he just like it's <laughs> Yeah, so 50 <laughs> That's a lot. 50, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Oh so. my gosh. Come on. Okay, so oh. my favorite my favorite game outside of Animal Crossing would be um well, I guess right now it'd be Story of Seasons. I'm really enjoying that game. And that's probably that's probably would be my favorite game at the moment. Yeah. So, I have two hundred and twenty-five hours on Animal Crossing. So well done, sir. Well done. I, I'll well, tell you mine. Hold up. I probably have like sixty. Forty. <laughs> I can tell you for you. Uh yeah, you might want to do that. I don't know how to check. What do you what do you got? Uh what's yours, Sean? What's your favorite game? Um well, we we all know I had my Warzone a lot, but mm-hmm. my go-to game, which like I as, when I came off Warzone last night, um, I just played something for like 15, 20 minutes to calm down. Is I I'm still like my, my skater simulators, so oh yeah, um, Skater XL is the one I'm into at the moment. So I literally just played half an hour of that, just cruise around like a the street. Um, like they brought out mod maps now so people can create their own maps and upload them i just played like 20 minutes of that just like cruising around and doing little tricks here and there finding little lines uh yeah i mean i, I used to yeah. skate as a kid um but that's my go-to it's kind of like a what i used to be able to do but can't do now because i'm too old <laughs> and break far too easy too fragile in my old age so I came on an Animal Crossing podcast with 40 hours or more of Animal Crossing. <laughs> that is fine. Sir. Just so you just so you guys know. I mean, I got 225, so it's fine. That's right. I'm not I'm not much. Your brother I, picked I, up I, your slang. I'm only in the three hundreds. I think. Don't worry about it. Uh, All right. Well, you look that up. Um we got a couple things going on. Um, Sean and I are going to start to play Xbox. If I don't sell my Xbox uh, before then, we are going to start playing uh, live Xbox plays. We're going to find a game and Sean and I are going to play together and we're going to start posting it to our dad crossing stream. It's going to be some new content. We're going to, um, we're going to throw out there for you guys. Uh, we're just going to have some fun. And if you uh, want to join in and, and see what it's all about and kind of watch us then and chat with us while we're doing it, that would be great. Um, you can subscribe to our to our YouTube channel at NDAD Crossing. There's not a lot, a lot out there right now, but uh, we're going to change that pretty soon. And um, finally, um, we're excited to 
to tell you that um, we have Seth from the All In podcast coming this uh, this next podcast. We're excited to have him on. Um, I guested on on their show or did a little bit on their show about uh, the one year anniversary. So we're excited to have him come on here and chat about about some Animal Crossing. Um, but before Sean wraps us up do you guys want to shout out your uh where people can find you and what you guys are doing one last time all you bro all right well i can just you obviously our joint podcast can be found in 10 bros on spotify right now we don't really have a youtube channel in the future though um also nintendo bros 93 on instagram and nintendo bros 6 still trying to get all those like nintendo bros just plain tags so we're, we're messaging people we're working on it um, awesome so yeah on all those platforms and just on a ship 03 for me me personally alex on literally everything else youtube instagram mainly um i post a lot of content so awesome I just want to um, plug my my personal Instagram at onaboat97. Uh, I'm a huge collector, and every day I try to post just, like, something cool in my collection with a little snippet. So, cool. Nice. I, I do have to ask, what's the reference to ownership and on a boat? I feel like with you being brothers, that there's, a, there's definitely a story okay. behind that. Okay, so... Um, like back when I first got my Xbox name, I was like wondering what my gamer tag should be. And um, like on a boat was my favorite song by like Lonely Island. So <laughs> I was hoping I, it was a Lonely Island. <laughs> so <laughs> I named myself on a boat and then 97 was just the year I was born. So I got 97 that way. And then I don't know. It was just, I was like low or Alex be on a ship because I'm on a boat, so it'd be funny. And then I wanted other people to be, like, on a plane or, like, on a train, but that never really took off, so just on a ship. Okay, I thought... I, I, I didn't know which one of you would have the reference by it. I assumed there was a Lonely Island reference, so... Absolutely. Yeah. That was favorite song when I was, like, 13 no, I was, made Xbox. I was like a boss. Like a boss was, like... I referenced that so much. <laughs> Funny. Especially at work, with, like uh, it was out like Lonely Island. I was doing my apprenticeship, so I was like eighteen, nineteen, finishing my apprenticeship. Nearly when it's like whenever I used to like walk into the workshop and stuff and be like, um, I'd passed a certain part of um, like my MVQ or something. I used to stand there like a boss. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't name myself someone like that if Jake didn't tell me to do on the ship. So. <laughs> so nick's probably sat there thinking who's lonely island um i'm a little lost but that's okay you guys enjoy the moment <laughs> um if you like brooklyn if you watch brooklyn 99 nick uh yeah I've, I've, I've watched a couple episodes um do you know the main character uh i can't remember his name now um biggish nose white complexion um like always like jokingly mm-hmm. cries and stuff like that. Like, he's okay. one of yeah, the lead from, Yeah, he's one of the lead singers from Lonely Island. So. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. cool. So I shall roll us out and let you guys get some sleep. And I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think I've got like half an hour before the kids wake up. So play Warzone. <laughs> That's true. I might do that. That's a good point. Uh, so, okay, how was your uh, the world. 
might be a hidden gem. You might like it. <laughs> cool. So digressing is part of the Nintendo family of podcasts. You can find new Nintendo Dad content wherever podcasts are found. If you have any questions, comments, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Everything is at Crossing. Uh, we want to give the Nintendo Dags a huge thanks as always for allowing us to carry on this craziness. It's been over a year and they haven't stopped us yet, so we must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> for myself, Nick, and our special guests, Alex and Jake, we all hope your island is sunny and your villages are happy. See you later, guys. Adios. Bye. Now we'll go back.